0: Hello again. I'm Elena Armijo, and we have a wonderful show for you today. What are limiting beliefs stopping you from? We'll look at that in our coaching tip for the week. And in our interview segment, we have Africa Miranda, a host, executive producer, beautypreneur, and digital personality. We hope you enjoyed the episode today, and remember, something powerful resides within you. I'm here to support you in seeing it and creating it. Today's coaching tip is around limiting beliefs. And oh my goodness, do we have limiting beliefs as humans. A limiting belief is defined as a state of mind or conviction or belief that you think to be true that limits you in some way. This limiting belief could be about you or your interactions with other people or with the world and how it works. So for example, if I think that I'm not fit for this role, also known as imposter syndrome, that is a limiting belief. Or for instance, as a biracial woman, I will need to play by the rules. Or another example is balance is impossible in the world. But here's the thing. We don't know what we don't know. And there's this idea that whatever we believe to be true will then become true. So it often leaves us creating more of the same thing in the world over and over if we believe the limiting beliefs. So the opportunity is to expand the edges you have with an open mind. This can look like getting feedback from others around you. So what do they believe and how does it differ from your world? What evidence have they gathered that makes it true? Another way you can do this is test out theories. So for instance, with imposter syndrome, how do we know who is fit for a role and who isn't? And what standard of measurement are we using for the world and for ourselves? Another thing I like to talk about with my clients is where does this belief actually come from? Sometimes they occur as monsters under the bed that we're unwilling to look at, but they're really just the subconscious mind telling you that a monster is under the bed. With imposter syndrome, you know, it's like, They believe that they are not good enough, as opposed to no one in their life is actually giving them this feedback. As a biracial woman, I have evidence for why it's true that I need to play a certain way in the game to get ahead, or I can find ways to create what I want with my voice in the world, with my view, inclusive of other people, but not having to bend with something I don't necessarily agree with. So number one, you don't know what you don't know. Number two... Expand your edges with an open mind. So talk to other people in the world and expand your worldview. Number three, look for evidence where you're creating the same pattern over and over again and see if you can see underneath it. What's the limiting belief that's driving this? Limiting Beliefs Thank you so much for joining us. This is Africa Miranda, global mogul extraordinaire. Um, I remember the first time I met you, we were at a mutual friends party and all I could think when I saw this woman was she walked into this room and there was this statuesque presence of grace. Grace and beauty and courage, and um, you just exude that, Africa. So it's no surprise that you're a beauty and travel influencer across the world. So welcome, thank you for being here. Thank
1: you. I appreciate the statuesque because I am not statuesque, So if my aura <laughs> is tall, I'm like at least something is tall. <laughs> your aura definitely is. <laughs> yes, I will, take, I will take that. I will
0: take that because in my heart, I'm like
1: I was meant to be taller than what I am. So thank oh you.
0: man, you you make up for it in spades. I promise with there you your. <laughs> much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not yeah. What's the thing you want to disrupt the most in your work in the world? Mm. Like, so if you're going to disrupt next year, I, I I call you a disruptor. That's why you're here because you're already disrupting the world in a good way, and you were before even you know the world yeah. <laughs> blew up and is on fire now. But what what do you see your work leaning into to continue to, that disruption into the new year?
1: Uh, if I could look back and say that I've left anything, like you said, or changed anything. It would be, you know, people's or, you know, every individual's belief that they can have more. I just I feel like we are just we're told and I and I know this feeling. I'm just like, OK, well, this is as much as you're going to have in life. So you've got to just be happy with it and make the best of it. And I think in my own life, I've shown people that, like, again, you can have more things. And it's not about more. I mean, some of it is more money. Like, don't get me wrong, but like it's not necessarily about because also, too, when we hear more, it always goes material. And it's not even that, it's getting people to recognize that your life can be more beautiful, it can be more full, it can be more impactful. Like as much as I appreciate when people tell me like, oh, you made me feel like, you know, I could do these things that I didn't think I could do before. I'm like, well, that's great. But I would I also want you to know that you can make someone else feel that same way as well. So. Just getting people to recognize that life can be more and that they can also be more to other people, because I'm always very quick to tell people like, what I've been able to do is great, but it's, it is like the reason I wrote this book and created like my training academy and all these things that I have is to show people that the same power that I have, they also have as well. Like, this is not just some only thing that I have been able to be fortunate or blessed enough to possess. Like we've all been blessed with it. And it's just a matter of getting people to, you know, to tap into and see what they have to offer as well.
0: That's amazing. I really hear how you um, took lots of different things that you love to do and you wove them all together and really have created your life that way. Um, and as a creative, it's, it's something inspiring to watch you find niches of places that you love right. to be in. Um, and I know that you recently wrote a book, uh, Step Up and Step Out. So tell me what inspired you to create that?
1: The first time I said the phrase like step up, step out and shine was actually on Periscope in 2015. And it was kind of like this like divine moment. It wasn't something that I had like, you know, had planned for, but I was doing at the time like Periscope, um, you know, kicked off around 2015. And it had like this like window of about a year where it was everywhere, you know, live streaming. And again, I joined the app really early, probably in the first week. And I was one of like, the you know, the stronger people on the app in terms of like creating content and really just, you know, leaving the space. And I used to do these scopes called talent scopes. And on the scopes, I would talk to creatives again about how do we use, you know, social media and digital media to put ourselves out there. And I was, you know, it was this whole concept of people shouldn't have to like turn over rocks to look for you. And I just said one day, like, you need to just step up, step out and shine. And it just kind of, you know, it was something that like just clicked and it started to kind of take hold. And over the next few years... I initially started talking to creatives, but as I was doing more speaking engagements and speaking to different types of people like men, women, you know, entrepreneurs and people that maybe weren't creative at all, but were looking for, I just think, something more in their life, it just became like a mantra of being proactive in your life. Whether it is about you know creating a business, maybe it's just about like feeling better, living better, eating better, any of those things, but you literally can take steps to do that. And so when the opportunity to create the book you know, presented itself and write it, I realized that I had started writing the book in so many ways from the moment I made that first statement back in
0: 2015. Man, I love that. I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, Africa, was because I see you as somebody who has taken your life and leveled it up in a way that you just described. And I imagine there's some limiting beliefs you had to um, get away from or release. What were those for you?
1: I mean, first, I think as again, when you are like, I started, you know, Jeff, you know, in, in the talent space and in that space, you're very much like you're kind of room to turn your opportunities in your life over to other people. Like, well, if I get an agent, then I'm going to get auditions. If I go to an audition then the casting director will pick me. Or if I, you know, as a model, like you go in a room and you go to a go see and then you hope that they pick you and then you're the face of a campaign, but you don't, you don't think like, oh, I could have my own. And I went from being the face of campaigns to creating campaigns for my own products that are now, you know, available for sale. So it was the first, like getting rid of this belief that like I had to, my success was dependent on access and other people and other people granting me access. So nice. I think the first one. And when I realized, again, social media was a big part of realizing that. I didn't have to give anyone access. Like I could just do it and, you know, and that's enough. And then just, I would also say the limiting belief of just realizing that I knew more than I thought. And, you know, and I don't know if that's something, you know, maybe it's the woman part or the, you know, the being, you know, (laughs) black part, you know, I I don't know, but it's like you do get messages that you don't even realize that tell you that, you know, you have to kind of second guess yourself or, you know, hedge your bets or play it a little safer, And the more risks that I started to take, the more I started to step into like the truth of what I know and, you know, and helping other people and sharing that knowledge, that is also when things, you know, became, you know, much more like my life just opened up as well.
0: That's amazing. That's so inspiring, especially as a coach. I mean, that's what we preach all day long, right? So to see somebody living it out, out loud and stepping up. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a literal, like I, I tell people like those words are action words like they're because you have to actually do these things. Like it's not just like I'm just going to feel it like you got to feel it and think it and then, you know, actually start putting those things into motion. How did you get here? I'm like, I'm like the short version. How much time do we have? No, (laughs) Um, you know, I am, as you said, a beauty and travel influencer, you know, digital content creator. I'm also a host performer. I'm an author. I've released my first book about almost two years ago. I'm getting ready for my two year anniversary. And, you know, but I started, you know, on this journey as a performer, like music and, you know, acting and all of those things. And I was always very interested in social media and I think just took to it naturally. And, just noticed over the last, I would say, five or six years how it was really starting to transform careers and provide opportunities. And especially as a creative, it just, you know, I just, I feel like it was almost like an athlete looking at the field. Like, I just saw that, okay, this is a way for creatives to create literally opportunities for ourselves versus having these careers where we're just like kind of always hoping for someone to call us and hoping for another gig or another opportunity. And I just recognized that social media was an avenue to basically have control of your life and start sharing your story and build community. And that really was honestly the thing that transformed like my life and my career. So I went from, you know, and I I still act and perform and do those things, but I've been able to now like build my own production and media company where I'm creating opportunities for other people, telling my own stories and financially like transform my life from, you know, being in a situation where I'm just like, Oh God, like, I hope I get this gig to pay my bills this month to, you know, a place where I can turn things down if they're not a fit or. You know, just it, just the a breathing room and and a and just opportunities that I honestly just never would have thought. Like I didn't think that social media and like being on my phone
0: would be the thing that kind of like has taken me all over the world. That's awesome. But who's your team? Like your business team?
1: Got you, got you. You
0: know what I mean? I, I love the well-being piece and how you take yeah. care of yourself. But I have it that you surround yourself with very incredibly supportive, powerful people. What does definitely, that look like?
1: Definitely. I mean, one of the I would say like the the linchpin of my team is definitely my attorney slash, you know, like manager. And it's great because, you know, one, you need the attorney. Like you need someone that understands. Yes. But also she has like, she's unique in that she also understands like the digital space and she can float between entertainment and also the digital media because I was struggling in that. I would either have people that understood like entertainment stuff but that's a little different when I'm coming into a space as, you know, an influencer. But then in mm-hmm. the influencer space, you need somebody that also kind of understands entertainment because they're asking influencers to kind of step into more of that realm. So, you know, connecting with her almost two years ago was, has been transformative for me and my business. It's like I have someone that I trust, someone that I can now kind of really look at long term and say, these are the goals I have. And I know that I really have, you know, someone to help me move towards that. And then from there, it's just, like, I have, like, movable pieces. Like, I wouldn't say that they're a set team, but I have a great, like, graphic designer that I work with who's done everything from the, my logos on my products to my personal branding and anything that I kind of come up with. I'm like, hey, I can reach out. And, like, she handles, like, all of my branding and the visual aspects of my business. Um, I also have a business coach because you all, I also just kind of was starting to hit a wall where I was just like, do I know what I'm doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you recognize <laughs> yeah. There's some yeah. stuff, you know, but like there's a lot. There's, I mean, if you want to grow this business, even if of yourself, or you know, and even start to scale it. And my business coach has been just really great about helping me set up systems and understand like the back end of things that you know I didn't always have time to do. So those would be probably right now for me the most important people like on my team.
0: What would you say to people who are sort of stalling on creating their team for any amount of reasons, <laughs> whether it's resources or time? <laughs>
1: Whatever money that you think you're saving or that you don't have, you're losing because it's like the money that I've spent on my my business coach, it's like the education that I've gained has been invaluable. The money that I spend to pay my graphic designer versus me trying to spend three days on Canva. You know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) it it might be cheaper, but like if I just pay her, then it's done. And you know what I mean? It's just little things that I think as an entrepreneur, we're, we're afraid sometimes because it is like everything is so uncertain. And you're kind of like, well, it's, you know, I just paid a copywriter $6,000 to get some mm-hmm. things done. And it was hard at first, but I had spent almost a year prior kill, you know, killing myself, trying to write the copy and not getting it right. And mind you, I have an English degree. So I'm like, I can write the copy myself. Exactly. But my English degree is in liter- like, it's English literature. Like it's not a short story. It's like, <laughs> but, it, but again, because you know, your ego and your yes. mind, you're just like, I can do it. And I didn't want to spend the money. Cause. But then it's like, you get it done and it's so good. And then you get the return because then it converts and does what it's supposed to do. So it's just, you know, I understand the fear of investing because to build a team requires a financial investment. And I'm not going to tell you to spend money you don't have. I waited to spend money when I had it to spend because I had also, you know what I mean? But it's like, you're going to have to start making small investments where you can, if you do want to grow your business and grow your team, because you need a team, you cannot like do it long term sustain you can't sustain it on your own like i've tried it it does not work
0: beautiful advice i know you and me both and it's it's that last little like when you're like fine okay you just like
1: oh so like, why did i do this a year ago
0: exactly and then you're like i'm never going back ever okay. <laughs>
1: okay. absolutely
0: oh my gosh uh let's see okay if the universe was conspiring to have your back all the time and support you into this next year, what would it be trying to tell you?
1: Mm, It would be trying to tell me to be patient and trust Mm. and like every, like it's it's all coming together. I think that's something that I still definitely struggle with is the patience of it all. It's like great things happen, but I still struggle with like, okay, that's great. But like, what am I going to do six months from now? And it's just like, girl, like you just like, you know, enjoy this. I'm like, I'm the universe is the messages that I already know that I'm getting and that I would continue to get, or just continue to be patient and trust that things are working out. Like, even if I can't see it and I can't even maybe feel it, that there like, there is a beautiful life that is unfolding for me. And I really just need to like, you know, take these steps and like, you know, and go along with it.
0: Well, and do you think, my my theory is that everybody who's been in COVID has been faced with something that they were avoiding before COVID. So like whatever the thing was, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's highlighted yeah. by a hundred times now. Do you right. think that that's it for you was patience or um, slowing down?
1: Say, well, I'm, patience and also like recognizing that like I'm absolutely not in control of my life. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm a control freak that had to recognize <laughs> that like I... And like, there's so much that has happened in the last four months that I was like, oh, so have, I'm in control of absolutely nothing. Okay. It's like
0: a daily practice of yeah. releasing cool. control. Cool. Like, cool, cool, cool. All right, God. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Like, I'm, I'm in control of nothing. All right, cool. Yeah, that's good. Mine too. Same yeah. thing. <laughs> um, okay. If you could go back in time uh, and tell the 20 year old version of you something, some advice, some, anything that you want to tell her, what would you say?
1: Have more fun. Like I was so like, I'm a Capricorn. I was like, so serious at my 20s. Like I I can't do this. I have to do everything right. Like I just would just be honestly, and I had fun, but I just was, I would be like, so like anxious and worried about like, if I do this, then what are the repercussions? And, and I have this plan and like, you know, and everything was like the plan, the plan, the plan. And I think I would definitely tell myself back then just like, have more fun.
0: That's a good one. Yes. Okay. Last one. Let's see. If you had a megaphone and you had to make a statement in the world for next year, what would your statement be to the world?
1: Ooh, wash your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Wash your hands now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, the easiest one that comes (laughs) up is step up, step out and shine. But But I really think right now it would be love others and love yourself because I think we are, we're, I just see so much, like there's a lack of like love of self and in turn, love of love, lack of love of others. And I think when you're operating from a space of love, you cannot like somebody or not even really agree or whatever, but if you're operating from a space of love, the interaction's gonna always be, they'd be better. The outcome is gonna always be better. And I just that I that's what I see. That honestly does. If I would say that there's anything that scares me, it is. It's like because I think that's even when you talk about wearing a mask and little things like that. It's like you don't like maybe you don't want to wear it, but can you like love somebody's grandmother that might you know what I mean that might want to see their grandmother at Christmas so you can just wear your mask. So it's like that love of self and love of others. I just think is is missing because it's we're such in this like individualistic. I don't even know if that's a word like a place where everything is about like how it affects me and what I don't want to do and what I don't want to feel like doing. And I just, I'm like, can we step outside of that for like two seconds and like think about other people? It's, uh,
0: And do you think that that's happening more because we are so closed off like from each
1: other? I think we were like that anyway. Like, I mean, and I don't, you know, and it's, I, I feel it's also definitely a Western thing. Like, you know, just especially like United States, like it's, we're just, we're so just like my life and how I feel and, and I'm just like, well, we don't like, we don't live in a bubble. Like we don't, you know, it, we don't, but it's just, yeah. it's, I it see so much, even with people that i like respect and that I really thought were different. Like COVID has really exposed a lot in terms of people's behavior. That's really been kind of shocking.
0: Yeah. And to me, it's, it's not only exposed behavior, but it's also um, exposed values. Yes. So for me, it's like, okay, who am I? What do I believe? And yep. what, what, what am I willing to stand for moving exactly. forward? So it's, it's kind of cut out a lot of the BS or the drama. <laughs> no, it really, really has. It really has. Yeah. Well, anything else you want us to know about you? We um, let's I'm like as I am always on
1: social. I always tell people Twitter is the best place to say hello because it's easier. My DMs and on Instagram are a little there's a lot going on. Uh, but it's <laughs> year, like visually, you know the new things that are happening for me. Um, I have my a new partnership this year with Home Goods. I'm a featured finder for them. So over the next year, I'll be showing like home design projects and things that I did in my home um, and just, you know, how people it's again, I'm all about like, how do we live a more beautiful and full life and getting to show that through, especially your home space, since we have to be home more now, I'm, I'm super excited about. I also have the Step Up, Step Out and Shine Digital Media Training Academy. And this is really something I created again For creatives and just not even just started again for creatives, but as as life has gone on, you recognize that especially now as we all have to exist in this digital space, a lot of people are struggling with how to present themselves online. It's like you built these businesses, you've done all these great things, but if you can't in like 30 seconds explain who you are and what you do, then it's really a missed opportunity and because especially now because nobody can even go in your business. So it's you know that's there where I'm you know offering coaching as well as digital course for people that really need help with that. And I'm just it's been exciting to see my members like have success throughout quarantine and opportunities. So that's really where things are. And I'm like I'm just like enjoying not for the first time in years like having a super, super full plate. Like I'm actually just really enjoying like
0: you're enjoying my, your life. Yeah. New. I was like, that's new. This
1: is new. <laughs> that is new. I'll get and up that- and I'm like, oh, I don't have forty things to do today. And I mean you could always create more things to do, but I'm learning that I don't have to fill my day.
0: Yeah. So, and I don't know about you, but it, when you go that route, it seems like it gives you more space to just have more joy. And more presence and just be in the moment. We always talk about being in the moment. And then I'm like, what does that really mean? Am I in the moment right now? (laughs) What is it exactly? But you have some space. Yeah. Well, Africa, thank you so much for being with us today. I think that you are incredible. I know that women and men alike out there will love learning from you and everything you have to say. Thanks for being a disruptor in the world. Thank you for having a voice and standing next to it all the time.